Hello, good day everyone. How you all doing? Welcome to day 11 of 12 days of mental strength. We have one more session to go and we are done. I trust it's been amazing for you. Alright, we're going to continue our conversation and we're going to talk about something important as well. And I consider this one of the most important things. In fact, if this is the only one you learn how to do, you're going to notice a significant improvement in your mental strength. You see, the mind is constantly trying to make up stories. If you don't control it, you won't believe the kind of stories you will make up and believe. And this is because there's a part of your mind that is always absorbing your environment, right? It's just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. It wants to comment on this. It wants to comment on that. And it is the tendency of the mind to drift. Yes, it's the tendency of the mind to drift. Your mind wants to take in the environment consciously and unconsciously. And that's partly because you are created to interact with stuff. So your mind wants to take in everything at once. So it's the tendency of the mind to drift. That means that you can observe one thing now and then you're observing another thing later. Your mind is always observing something. That is the nature of your mind. And there is a part of your mind that is responsible for this. It's called the midbrain. Now you have the hindbrain, the hindbrain or hindbrain. You have the midbrain and then you have the forebrain. Your forebrain is your conscious side, your thinking brain. Right? So th- that part of your mind called the midbrain is that part that loves to comment on everything it sees. It, it loves to comment on everything it notices or everything it, it experiences. Is the part of your mind that loves to speak its mind. It's always talking. It's always yapping and yapping and talking about something. I know sometimes you, you want to observe some quiet moments and you know something in you is talking. Yes, there is that part of your mind that is always talking. And it does this, especially when you want to focus on something definite. It will find a thousand things you must attend to in that moment. It doesn't like to stay still unless you make it stay still. That's to say that that part of your mind is to be controlled. If you don't control it, it's going to keep drifting from one thing to the other. It is that part of your mind that is responsible for drifting. When you are reading a book, for example, or you are watching a movie, or you are doing something very important, it begins to go to another thing. Yes, it's that part of your mind. It's that part of you that likes to talk when you want to focus, for example, and pray. Yeah, it's that part of you that that reminds you that, ah, you've not washed your clothes, though. You said you were going to cook this soup. Hey, remember you said you were going to call this person. Ah, you said you were going to do this. It wants to just remind you of everything you've not done. Is that part of your mind that likes to just focus on everything and actually do nothing. It, it, it likes to sabotage serious stuff. It, it likes to play. It doesn't like to stay one place. It's just like a child, you know, that just wants to play and just touch everything, run around everywhere. Yeah, that's how that part of your mind is. That part of your mind behaves like a nagging wife. Everything must be talked about, yet nothing really focused on. Just from one thing to the other. That part of you that nags, that is the midbrain. And that is what is also responsible for creating distractions in your mind. So what I'm actually talking about today is holding thought, mastering distractions, right? If you're going to gain mental strength, you need to learn how to hold a thought for long and to cut down distraction. 
Yeah, so that part of your mind is that part that doesn't want a solution to the problem. It just wants to complain. It just wants to be noticed. And that is all. <laughs> That's just... Now, it has its uses, right? Especially when you consider the evolution of the, the human brain or the evolution of human beings within their, their given environment. It has its uses. But when it comes to mastery, mastering something, holding a thought, learning, a, learning a, a subject or a concept, that part of you will sabotage you. That part of you will want to drift up and down. If you allow it, you will not do one productive thing in your entire life. You will become a master commentator, chief judge, and no serious stuff going on in your life. Right? So that, that is that part of your mind that just wants to talk and talk and talk. To be mentally, to be mentally strong, your mind must be disciplined. Disciplined enough to keep quiet if you want to experience that, that, that strength, that healthy mental space. One of the things you must do is discipline your mind. You must discipline your mind to keep quiet. And that part of your brain, that midbrain is that part that just loves to talk, right? So to gain mental strength, you must know this and then you must begin to do stuff or do the things that I, I can help you highlight in this conversation, you know, to quiet down your mind and do something very serious. That part of your mind is that part of you that still wants to talk about an event that has been laid to rest. It just keeps bringing it up. Yes, that's that part of your mind. It, it creates distractions. It constitutes a nuisance, right? This is the part of you that makes focus difficult and distractions easy. Yes, that's that part of your mind. And you notice that where there is distraction, depth and quality of thought cannot be achieved. Yes, depth and quality of thought cannot be achieved. And this, this leads to a weaker mind. When you cannot achieve depth and quality of thought, it will lead to a weaker mind. right? It will lead to a mind that cannot withstand a lot of pressure and a lot of emotional demands. That's what happens. Now, social media is good, you see, but that ability to keep scrolling from one content to another Presenting different thoughts at once has further made it difficult for us to focus on one thought or subject for a long time. You see how you go on Instagram and you're scrolling. It's called the infinite scroll. You just keep going from one thought to the other, from one content to the other. It has made distraction easy. So you're carrying distraction in your hand. And if you don't even know how to cut down social media time, you're going to live a distracted life. And after a while, you, you realize that you've spent time doing nothing. You've not actually harnessed a skill. You've not learned something. You've not deepened yourself in one particular area. You're just moving from one thing to another. If you're a professional, for example, you'll notice that for those times where you had to take those professional exams, you had to cut down a lot of distractions, phone calls, friends, a lot of things. That is because to achieve quality and depth, you need that laser focus. So social media is good, but it has helped to amplify our ability to be distracted. That infinite scroll I talked about on social media, it mimics your midbrain. Yes, it's always talking, going from one subject to the other. Yeah, that part of you that knocks comments on everything without achieving anything, without anchoring or achieving anything serious. Yes, so that infinite scroll mimics your midbrain. It goes from one thing to the other, from one thought to the other, from one concept to the other. It just keeps moving. It doesn't really want to stay one place. And so if you don't learn this thing, 
you will notice that for the past two, three, four, five years of your life, you've been actually distracted. You've been distracted. It makes not being able to control this part of you makes forgetting easy and makes you prone to negative emotion. You can actually stall negative emotion through the power of intentional thinking. Yes, that's one of the ways to stall negative emotion. If you can get into intentional thinking and gratitude is an example of intentional thinking. You, you, you become prone to negative emotion and a weaker mind when you just let emotions just you know, rage, uh, go through your mind, you just go on rampage on your mind without you know, stopping it. So learning how to hold a thought, how to master distraction can help you store negative emotion through the power of intentional thinking. Maybe we can do that as a, as a teaching some of the time, but I'm just highlighting this so that you will know. So uh, your midbrain is never grateful. It doesn't know how to, to do gratitude. It just comments, especially on negative stuff. It just yaps about and things like that, right? So if you notice that you are like this, it means that your midbrain is ruling you. But you have the power to shut it up. Yes, you can actually tell it to shut up and it will shut up. As, as, in, as in literally, you can say shut up and it will shut up. But if you keep quiet, it will just keep going and keep going and things like that. Hmm? So one way you can become mentally strong is by mastering distractions, being a master of distraction. That means having dominion over distractions, learning to say no to stuff, learning to cut down stuff. Yes, creating boundaries around your life, especially your mental space. You can actually create boundaries around your mind, determining the things that you let in and the things you don't let in. You need to learn how to master this midbrain of yours that is always talking. And you need to master the ability to stay undistracted whilst doing one single thing. You need to learn to hold the thought for long. Now, not negative thoughts. Your mind doesn't need so much to hold the negative thoughts. It's the tendency of the mind to do that. For those of you who are who are on my who are on my mentoring platform, Conquering Degrees, you know, at the beginning of the year, I taught you entropy and the law of action. And I explained to you why it's very easy for negative things to happen. Right? So if you're on this podcast, you can go, you can go through my, my page on Spotify to look for Entropy and the Law of Action and actually listen to it. It will help you understand why negative things happen easily and good things rarely happen if you don't make it happen. So your mind doesn't need anything to hold the negative thought. That's the default setting. So learning to hold good and pleasant thought for long is actually a way to become mentally strong. That's a way to become mentally strong. Now, Some things you can do to help you become mentally strong, to hold thought for long, and to cut down distraction. Remember, I always say, if you don't practice it, you will not see any significant result. If it's not working, it's because you're not working it, right? So learn to do or carry out some of these exercises and see if it works and be consistent with it. I'm sure you're going to see a lot of results if you do that. So the first thing you can do to aid, you know, mastering distractions or holding thoughts, number one, before you sleep, hmm, put your phone and your devices far away from you. If possible, put it in another room. Those radiations do something to your mind, right? So before you sleep, 
put your phone and your devices away let's just be you and the bed and maybe a book and yes of course always sleep with a jotter beside you a book beside you always do that it's a good habit even if you don't start reading it but just always learn to sleep with a book beside you or a pen and a paper beside you so before you sleep put your phone and your devices away right that's the first thing then before you actually sleep read something meaningful from a good book sing a song repeatedly the reason why i said sing a song repeatedly is because when you take a song and you sing it repeatedly it helps you hold that thought for long that's the beauty of music you can take one particular thought and keep it in your mind through singing so read something meaningful from a book meditate on it sing a song repeatedly chant a mantra maybe your mantra or your gratitude mantra whatever it is say a prayer you do this to focus your mind on something reasonable something bigger than you maybe gratitude to god an idea or something and then when before you close your eyes to sleep turn off the lights turn off the lights what it does is, is it helps you reduce rapid eye movement and you know distraction you know your eyes not moving from one place to the other and it will cut down distraction so turn off the lights and then sleep when you wake up don't be in a hurry to stand up breathe well Remember what we, we said about breathing? I think it was day five or so. We talked about breathing and posturing. Breathe well, you know, to just regulate your body when you wake up. Then when you've done that, spend 30 minutes to one hour or more, depending on what you can spare, and either read, sing, pray, or focus on something bigger than you, maybe God, or that, that thought that you had last night before you slept. And then... Practice this for 30, to, 30 minutes to one hour, right? So have your devotion or your meditation time. Have that sacred time to yourself. Don't wake up and just pick up your phone and start pressing or start talking to someone. Yeah, no, it doesn't really work like that. It won't help you master, you know, um, holding thoughts or cutting down distraction. So have some alone time and do this for 30 minutes to one hour or more, depending on what you can spare. And then when you're done, when you're done with that exercise, remember what we said two, two episodes go exercise helps your mind right it helps your mind so exercise and when you're done exercising do deep work with your waking hours do deep work what i mean by deep work is do the most important things on your to-do list if you have control over your time right or even not even if you don't have control over your time do your major tasks from 6 a.m to 12 noon let me say you have control over your time and you can wake up by 3 to 4 a.m. And then between 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. you do, you have your own personal time, devotion, meditation, reading and things like that. When you're done from 6 to 12, maybe when you're done exercising, have your bath, do the most important task from 6 to 12. What you realize is that, and do this without distractions from maybe the environment or your phone, cut it down as much as possible. You will notice that if you do this repeatedly, you become more efficient between that 6 to 12. And you will get a lot done and you realize you have more time, you know, to, to spare or to do some other things. And I always advise a night before, if you can, write your to-do list. Or maybe when you wake up and you're done with all those things, write your to-do list and then leave from that to-do to -do list that particular day. Practice efficiency. It will help you a lot, right? So do deep work. So from when you wake up, Till about 12 noon, make sure you have time to meditate, think, spend time alone, just articulate your thoughts, journal, write, read, and things like that, and then do the most important tasks 
and then once it's 12 noon, maybe you can take a break and then do other things that you need to do. What you'll notice is that if you can dedicate this time to yourself, you will notice an improvement in how you think. Your, your thoughts will become clearer. Your, 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 you, have, you will have more positive emotion and things like that. And, you know, those negative emotions will be reduced and you'll notice a stronger mind. You'll be able to articulate stuff better. You'll be able to hold an objective thought. You'll be able to take on a subject and discuss it decisively without moving from one thing to the other. Now, if you keep at this for long, you will notice, like I said, you will have a calmer mind, you will have a stronger mind, you will have a more objective mind. This will do you a lot of good. Now, remember what I said, if you don't practice this consistently, you won't see anything and you will conclude that it doesn't work. It works if you work it, right? So learn to hold great thoughts for long, good thoughts, positive thoughts for long. It's easy to hold negative thoughts for long. Maybe someone offends you and you hold it for one year. It's hurting your body. Right? You're drinking poison for something someone else did to you. No, you don't do things like that. You are hurting your body. Your body chemistry is changing as you're holding those negative thoughts. It's actually a real thing. Science have even proven it, right? Has proven it. That if you hold such negative thoughts for long, it's going to hurt your health. It's going to do something to your mind. So learn to hold good thoughts for long and cut down a lot of distractions. In fact, I'll say this if possible cuts down a lot of negative conversations, jests and, you know, um, speakings that are negative. You know, if you have friends who all they do is just talk negative stuff, you can distance yourself from them for a while and see if there will be improvements in your life. There are certain friends you have, anytime they see you, they're always speaking on you. They're always commenting something bad about you. They've, they've, they never say anything good about you. They never, you know, encourage you. They are always putting you down. Keep them away from your space for a while and see if something good comes out of, you know, this, right? Cut down a lot of distractions and then write a lot. Write a lot. Journal a lot. It's going to help you organize your mind. Writing helps you organize your mind. As a matter of fact, if you want to think clearly, then you must learn how to write. Yes, you must learn how to write. Writing helps you strengthen your mind. It's like, a mus- it's like building muscles. Yes. When you write, you know, you're focusing on a particular thought. You're building muscles. It helps organize your mind. If you do these things, if you really do these things, then you must see significant changes in your mind. Right? So I'm counting on you to practice these things right, and practice it consistently. If you can learn to hold a thought for long, if you can learn to master distractions and cut them down, then you will have a calmer, stronger, and more objective mind. I'm looking forward to you practicing this and telling me how it went. Right, so thank you very much. I'll see you on our final session tomorrow, day 12.